the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, since we last spoke, of course, big, big, big revelations from Elon Musk. Elon Musk, who bought Twitter. I don't know what to make of Elon Musk. I mean, I really want to trust Elon Musk. I'm a little cautious. Not not hesitant. I'm just cautious. I just don't know. You know, it's like, it seems too good to be true, right? It seems too good to be true that a billionaire with the connections and cachet to buy a social media platform as powerful as Twitter would actually be a committed free speech advocate and would actually be willing to put his own life in jeopardy to ensure that those who are in power, the highest levels of power in our country, are stopped in what is, I think, indisputably an attempt to circumvent the things that have made America the greatest country in the world for 200-plus years. This is a complicated story, made more complicated by the fact that, of course, uh, most mainstream media outlets are going to do everything they can to avoid reporting what Elon Musk's internal disclosures from Twitter show. So I'm going to try to do this in a way that doesn't leave out any steps, but I may have to retrace and say, oh, I should have told you this. Okay, so let's start with the Hunter Biden laptop, okay? Let's start with the Hunter Biden laptop, way before Elon Musk bought Twitter. The FBI was notified about the Hunter Biden laptop by the repair shop owner where Hunter Biden took his laptop a year before any of us ever heard about the Hunter Biden laptop. We heard about the Hunter Biden laptop, if in fact you heard about it at all, a week or so before the 2020 presidential election. Big bombshell story. New York Post had it. Hunter Biden, business dealings, Ukraine, China. Whoa, what does this mean for Joe Biden? Can you trust Joe Biden as a presidential candidate? And you got to remember, the FBI had this laptop a year before any of this came to light. So I'm going to take a step forward and then take a step back. So how did the New York Post find out about the laptop? Well, the, well, the, the laptop store repairman, the laptop, the repair shop owner who had the laptop, gave the laptop to the FBI, but he kept a copy of the hard drive for himself. Thank goodness he did. He kept a copy of the hard drive for himself, and he waited a year, and he's like, why isn't anything happening with this? What's going on? Nothing's happening with this. Donald Trump's president, by the way. Donald Trump's president. And all this is going on in the Justice Department and the FBI And nothing's happening. No news headlines are coming out of this. No indictments, nothing. And so the repair shop owner got impatient. And he's like, well, maybe I ought to reach out to somebody with the Trump campaign. So he reached out to Rudy Giuliani. Now, Rudy Giuliani is a guy who the mainstream media, of course, has disparaged. They hate him now. They loved him when he was mayor of New York after 9-11. Rudy Giuliani is not a perfect 
figure. He's not an unimpeachable figure out there. So Giuliani goes and gives it to the New York Post, and the New York Post looks at it and goes, holy cow, look at this. And they start reporting on all Hunter Biden's business dealings. They got emails. They got I mean, this is documented stuff. You know, you know the story. But what was going on in the year between the FBI getting it and Rudy Giuliani getting it? What was going on? Well, I think alarm bells were going off at the FBI. Holy cow, look at this. There's no way Joe Biden can beat Donald Trump for president if this comes out. Who are our other alternatives? Bernie Sanders? <laughs> He's got no shot. Oh, my God. Donald Trump is going to get reelected president. We thought COVID would take him down. No, this is going to take the Democrats down. That is what I firmly believe they thought at the Justice Department and at the FBI. So what do you do? What do you do if you don't want Donald Trump to be president? Well, you concoct a backstory to get rid of the revelations in the laptop if in case the revelations in the laptop come out. And so the FBI started setting up weekly meetings Warning social media giants, Meta, Instagram, Twitter, that there might be a hack and leak operation. In other words, remember, Hillary lost because somebody hacked her emails. WikiLeaks, Vladimir Putin. And they beat that dead horse into the ground all throughout Donald Trump's presidency. That was part of the Russia collusion hoax. And so if you're sitting there in the FBI offices and you're like, well, we've got to come up with a story here to make this laptop go away. I mean, it's not too hard to believe that they didn't sit there and go, well, well, we pretty much neutered Trump's presidency with phony allegations about Russian disinformation. Let's play that hit record again. Let's just say, hey, there's a hack and leak operation out there. The Russians are at it again. Russia, Russia, Russia. And they're trying to get Donald Trump elected a second time. So let's meet with these social media giants ahead of time and tell them, hey, there just might be. You might hear stuff about a hack and leak. There might be stuff hacked. We don't know what they're going to hack. They knew. They knew it was a Hunter Biden laptop. They knew all along. And so they set the table just in case the laptop revelations came out. And then what do you know? The laptop revelations came out. And so the people at Twitter are sitting there and they're going, oh, oh, my God. Goodness, we can't have Donald Trump reelected because they didn't want Donald Trump reelected, nor did Facebook, nor did Instagram, nor did any social media platform because they're all owned by stinky Democrats. So they were more than willing to say, oh, look at this. We can't run this. We can't run these stories. We can't allow anybody else to run these stories. We can't even allow Bruce Hooley to share the link to this story in a private message to producer Pam on Twitter. We can't even allow private citizens to send private messages about this story because we know what's best for you, you idiot, conservative, freedom-loving Americans, and we're going to keep you from spreading this around. Because, of course, if it did spread around, and polls have since shown that if Americans knew about the Hunter Biden laptop story, Donald Trump would have been reelected as president. And that was a fate that they could not abide. And so... They censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. They kept it quiet. Now, who are the actors in this treasonous behavior? Treason. I said it. It's true. They undermined an American election. You know, that might be taken as an existential threat to democracy if I wasn't an extremist, wacko conservative. 
undermining the outcome of a an American presidential election by stacking the deck, putting your foot on the scales, keeping truth from being disclosed in advance of an election, you might consider that a threat to democracy. The people screeching about threats to democracy are the experts in being threats to democracy. So at Twitter, their um, general counsel at the time was a man by the name of James Baker. You might have heard of James Baker. James Baker, before he was the general counsel at Twitter, was the FBI general counsel who testified in front of Congress that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. James Baker had to resign under pressure because he told that lie, and then Twitter hired him to be their general counsel. Well, James Baker was the guy who said that, okay, we're not going to allow this Hunter Biden laptop story to be shared. We're going to deplatform the New York Post. And he had as a henchman, as a partner in crime, Venji Gadia, who was Twitter's general counsel, who ultimately made the call to censor the laptop story. Now, where is Venji Gadia now that Elon Musk owns Twitter? Venji Gadia has been hired to advise the Biden administration on battling disinformation. She works in the Department of Homeland Security. The person, the woman who made the call to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story after leaving Twitter is now working for the Biden administration. So this is how the Hunter Biden laptop story did not make it to the light of day. But there's all kinds of internal communications at Twitter about this. And that wasn't the only time this happened. The Biden administration, after getting into power, realized, hey, we kept that Hunter Biden laptop story off of most social media channels. Maybe we could do the same with COVID. Maybe we could do the same with tweets we don't like on any topic we don't like. There's a lot more to talk about. And we will get into it next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Looking forward uh, Wednesday night to commiserating with some of you at an event called the Jingle Mingle. I'll tell you more about that and uh, give you details as the week progresses. We were talking about... Two things so far today, the cancellation of and protest of the Holly Drag Storytime event Saturday in Clintonville. It did not happen, yet there were numerous protesters on the street. Proud Boys were there in their camouflage with their assault rifles. But no violence happened. You're allowed to peacefully protest. Doesn't say you can't wear a weapon while you peacefully protest. Would I prefer they didn't? Yes. But ultimately, the importance was that the event not take place, and it did not take place. Also talking about what's being called the Twitter files, Elon Musk releasing internal documents from Twitter that show that the Democratic National Committee, and then later the Biden administration during COVID and other things, had a pipeline to Twitter to say, hey, censor this information in clear violation of the First Amendment. Where are all the news news outlets reporting this? New York Times, New York Times. The motto of the New York Times is, All the news that's fit to print. All the news that's fit to print. A presidential administration violating the First Amendment? 
collaborating with big tech to censor free speech in the United States of America? I think that's news that's fit to print. But the New York Times now has a different motto, at least subliminally. The motto of the New York Times is, all the news that fits, we print. And if it doesn't fit the New York Times narrative, they don't print it. So here we go. The New York Times, which blew it when a competitor, the New York Post, beat them like a rented mule on the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now, a year later, the New York Post, New York Times, rather, comes out and says, yeah, yeah, that Hunter Biden laptop story that we said was Russian disinformation. It wasn't. We verified it. The New York Times has verified it. So it's really verified if the New York Times verified it. You can count on it being verified now. So they got their butts whipped on the biggest story of the 2020 presidential election. And now, a couple weeks after the midterms, they get a chance to do it over and not repeat the same mistake. And guess what? All the news that fits, they print. So this doesn't fit their narrative. So they haven't printed a word about it yet. They're getting their butts kicked all over again. What happened to the old phrase, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me? Well, they're fooling you. You're fooling yourself twice, New York Times. Let's talk to Fred in Dublin. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 is our number. Hi, Fred. Hello, Fred. Are you with me? Fred? Fred is not there. I don't know what happened to Fred. We'll put Fred back on hold. So, this is, again, I say all the time, Democrats do what they accuse the other side of doing. Collusion, 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 Russian collusion, Trump and Russia, teammates. Well, the collusion is the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Biden administration, the Democratic National Committee, and big tech. Those are the people who were colluding. Those are the people who were colluding. So this has been exposed by Elon Musk by a guy you probably never heard of, a guy named Matt Taibbi. Now, who is Matt Taibbi? That's what you want to know. Matt Taibbi is, he worked for the New York Times? No. Does he work for the New York Post? No. Washington Post? CNN? The Daily Wire? No. Matt Taibbi is an independent journalist. You know why Matt Taibbi is an independent journalist? Because he probably couldn't find an outlet that he believed would do journalism the way journalism is supposed to be done. And you say, well, the Daily Wire does it the way it's supposed to be done. Eh, Daily Wire, a little bit partisan on the conservative side. CNN, MSNBC, all the other networks, conser- uh, 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 partisan on the liberal side. So Matt Taibbi is a guy who used to work for some of those outlets. And he's on his own now. He's got a Substack. It's getting sad that the only journalists you can believe are the ones who don't work for anyone other than themselves. Other than themselves. And Elon Musk, smart guy, gave the internal Twitter documents to Matt Taibbi. What did he report? We'll tell you in a minute. Let's try Fred again. Hello, Fred. You're on the Bruce Hooley Show. I hear you now. Hey, Bruce. I hear you, too. Uh, My biggest question is who can you trust anymore? The... uh, the Trump team, I think, knew about that laptop issue long before, a couple of weeks before the election, and they held it as a Trump card. Yeah, last-minute uh, surprise. Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The October surprise, but they held it too late, and the story was successfully 
quashed for at least uh, long enough to get the election uh, through with. So, uh, you know, that, that that was a strategic error on the Trump side, if I had to guess. But uh, but I, but I have a big problem with that because, you know, it it was a it was a concern that should have been addressed long before the election. Yeah. But here's the thing, Fred. Right? Election with a valid candidate. But given but given how well that story was memory hold, you think it would have mattered if they brought it out in January? Like big to all the people, well, the I, levers I think of we would have had a different candidate. Well, I think we would have had a different candidate than no. Joe Biden. There you if, go. If the, if the FBI were forced to investigate that laptop in January or February of 2019, uh, Joe Biden wouldn't have been the uh, president uh, candidate. Uh, somebody else would have uh, taken his place. That is a fair point. I will say that the Democrats' insatiable bloodlust to win, I think, would have led them to the only candidate that could have won, and that candidate was Joe Biden. Remember, Joe Biden was not winning in the primaries. Joe Biden was reeling. Joe Biden was, well, he was Joe Biden. He was old, unprepared, doddering, given to gaffes or stupid comments or worse. And he was not going to win the Democratic nomination until Super Tuesday when James Clyburn, black congressman from North Carolina, basically came out and went all in for Joe Biden. <clears throat> and so Biden made a miraculous comeback on Super Tuesday without the endorsement of James Clyburn. And why did Clyburn do that? I don't believe he did it because he loves Joe Biden. He did it because, I've said before, how did Joe Biden become president? Joe Biden became the nominee because he wasn't Bernie Sanders, and he became the president because he wasn't Donald Trump. He didn't become what he is because of who he is. He became what he is because of who he wasn't. Bernie Sanders or Donald Trump. So I don't know that I totally agree with you, although I do agree with your premise that it would have made it more likely that the Democrats might have turned to someone else. But Elon Musk turned to Matt Taibbi to report the first round of these Twitter internal documents. And I'm asking myself, did he put the best stuff out there right away? Or did he release some really good stuff through Matt Taibbi and now that the nation's eyes are starting to turn toward this story is now when Elon Musk releases the really good stuff. Don't know. But he's also engaged in this. Another journalist who has liberal bona fides in her background, Barry Weiss. Barry Weiss, who's a truth teller when it comes to the transgender movement and all that. So Barry Weiss is now getting some internal Twitter documents. And I have my popcorn ready. I can't wait to watch this. And I will be reporting on it in detail because I think it is that important to the future of our country and may in fact lead to a change in the presidency. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.